Hey and welcome to That Dubai Girl, the podcast. I'm Elisa. And I'm Kirsty. Every week we'll be chatting about the trials and tribulations of living in Dubai. Your problems, your big wins and your crazy confusions. We're here to try our best to help guide you through it all. There's going to be some silly chat from us and we'll be joined by very professional experts who will actually say stuff that matters. We want to thank you for being part of our ultimate girl gang. Right, let's get on with it then. first episode of That Dubai Girl, the podcast. And Kirsty, it's so nice to actually sit down with you and chat. Like, I've had you on my radio show before. Um, I am a radio host on Love 107.1. For those who do not know. Yes. And if, if you... Well, I'm on 4 till 8. 4 till 8 daily. Weekdays. Yeah, weekdays. Weekdays. This is good. You're helping me plug myself. And if you don't listen, then please listen. Please. I need the listeners. Um, but... You know, I had you in on my radio show and you're like a real kick-ass businesswoman, let's be real. So tell us about what you do in Dubai. Because you came here as a teacher, right? Yeah, so I've actually been here for nearly seven years. Hey, that's and... good. I'm six. Oh. Yes. Um, And until very, very recently, yeah. I was a full-time teacher, yeah. part-time boss babe. Love it. Now, full-time boss babe. Do you not like to use the word bitch? <laughs> I mean, I was <laughs> just trying babe. to... It's good. It's I was good. trying to keep it PG, oh, you know. Worry. I want to inspire everyone. I yeah, don't want it to be cute. too controversial. Well, if you're nine years old, switch off. <laughs> yeah, this Go is your not bed. for you. This is not for yeah. you. This is, this is, where are we rating this? This is a good, like, 16 plus. No, this is rated R. Right, rated R. We're going for it. If I get my way, it's going to be rated R. Uh, yeah, so you came here as a teacher, and then how did you kind of transition into, like, owning your own business? Because I think that's a thing that a lot of us would like to do if we could be bothered. I mean, you know to I mean? be honest, it started as an accident. That Dubai yeah. girl started one night after a bottle of wine, yeah. feeling a little bit frustrated with some other some other girl groups in Dubai and just feeling like, you know, WTF guys. Like, that's yeah. just... Without sounding like a cliche, why is it so hard to be nice to each other? Like, why do we still live in this clicky, yeah. cat, catty, mm-hmm. bitchy yeah. environment? Because, um, you so, know, like, Brits in Dubai. Yeah, so savage. Toxic. Absolutely <laughs> savage. Honestly, you want to ask anything, just do not. Because <laughs> they will not. come for you. <laughs> like, they are... Woof. Right, savage. anyway, yeah, they are. Um, so we started the group and yeah. it grew. When so it started off on Facebook. It was a Facebook, Facebook group. Facebook group. Uh, we're now at 15,500 wonderful women. That's so amazing. And um, from that, it, uh, we were approached by Radisson Red. We're going to plug them because they okay. were the first ever partner, Radisson Red, Silicon Oasis. Yeah, uh, I and love they came it there. I've us. been in a staycation there. You can take your dog. You can take your yeah, dog. Yeah, I've taken my dog there pet friendly yeah. we also have a fantastic humongous pop-up market there okay, on cool. the 27th of so august so will we be able to bring pets to that you will be able to bring nice because it's hard to find places for pets to hang out here inside in the ac yeah as well. that's, that's nice. true that's true so it started with them we started doing some pop-up markets mm-hmm. some brunches some girly weekends and it just for want of another word has snowballed and has yeah. been insane and has been I never knew I wanted it so much yeah, until it became the thing that it is. Yeah. Um, and our second kind of major concept was urban market concept, which yeah. is growing leaps and bounds. And yeah, this has just taken over my life. Yeah, so you work really hard. Like trying to organise anything with you is a pain in the arse, to be honest. <laughs> Like, seriously, there's no last minute with you, hon. There is no um, last minute. You have to be on the schedule for at least seven to ten yeah, working days. Well, I'm free every day apart from four to eight when I'm on the radio. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's 
it's hard living in Dubai. Like, it can be really difficult. It's like the best place ever. Like, let's be real. We all love it here. Yeah. But it can be really tough. And that's what this podcast is going to be about. Like, helping people through their Dubai journey. God, some stuff is just so complex. It doesn't need to be. And also, Dubai can be so lonely. Yeah, Dubai is so big and... I always say to people, Dubai is a big city, but a small place. Because yeah. everyone, everyone knows everyone. Everyone knows each other. Everyone's shagged somebody that someone else knows. Exactly. Like <laughs> Everyone's always like, oh, how many mutual friends yeah. do you have on Instagram? Like People come to me with this and I'm like, guys, 12,000 people are on my Instagram. That's not me. Like, okay. I, have, I have a secret Instagram that's just like my a actual... private Instagram, like My actual just like sad actual life. Like not... My, my life's great, guys. My life's great. But you know like that Dubai girl is that Dubai girl that's yeah. what we try and explain to people that Dubai girl isn't Kirsty. Yeah. that Dubai girl is a brand there's four people who are a part of it and mm-hmm. it's a little bit of all of us yeah um, and I think yeah we're here to tell you ladies that you're not alone yeah. we are your friends yeah we're going to try and give you advice <laughs> we've yeah, got some better people than us to yeah. give you advice and we are going to have experts on thank goodness because seriously the advice I don't think it would come out of our mouths but it might you never know what's going to come out of our mouths but look if you are a fan of that Dubai girl on Facebook we're very much going to take the aura of that because that's exactly why I wanted to get on board with you because it's so juicy on there, man. Oh, get some crackers. Absolute oh. crackers. Just a disclaimer, we're not going to name and shame no, of anyone. Course not. Of course not. We are not. going to talk about topics in a very anonymous manner. Yeah, we are. We're really going to respect you. But also, if you have any questions for us, you can email us. Um, I set up an email for us, Christy. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was busy today. I mean, what was um, it? It's that Dubai girl pod. Nice. at gmail.com yeah nice. yeah because i'm not paying for a domain name um so <laughs> it's just gmail at uh, that dubai girl pod dot no at gmail.com i got there that gmail. dubai com. girl pod at gmail.com gmail. yeah so send us an email anytime we'd love to answer your questions and every week we're going to be doing a different topic so this week we're going to be talking dating let's get stuck into it talking dating this week right Kirsty I need to ask you um, how has your dating life in the UAE been absolutely tragic (laughs) tragic right so I'm assuming you're not with anyone I am I am very much a single you're single right Um, do you know the do you know the question I hate most when you match with someone or you date someone Mm -hmm. I hate people asking you first and foremost how long have you been single I hate that because I always say back to them how do you define single because, like, do we have to be Facebook official? How do be... you define single? I mean, oh, that they're the only person that I'm sleeping with. And, yeah, that's nice, yeah. You know, we're... Uh, you're oh, exclusive. You're exclusive. Also, yes. I just find it ridiculous. So some of my friends have been dating people for six months. And I say to them, I sit them down, I'm like, he's your boyfriend. Like, why are we scared of this word boyfriend? Yeah, like, but is he scared of the, the, the boyfriend word or is it your friend? Because, see, if you've been dating for six months yeah. and it's not official it's a dead thing let's is be real yes. is everyone just scared of no. it what right why are we too scared to communicate then so would you want to be with someone i think that's our generation i'm sorry oh come on i'm gonna blame it on that but we're not good communicators right, and also so when you we do would communi- never say to a guy 
What are we? Oh no, I wish. Oh, you would. But that's why I'm very right, single. Because yeah. I'll be like, date three. Are you my boyfriend? Like, yeah. Date three. I'm like, like, right. I've just got the moving truck coming up. So if you just start packing Shall your I stuff, pack you and my Instagram yeah. pictures. Like, um, yeah. it's tough. Yeah. Um, so what you say your dating life is tragic. Tragic. So what do you mean by that? Um, I mean, I think part of the reason why my dating life is tragic is because I just don't go on dates. That's mo- the most recent Well, that problem. would be a good start, yeah. <laughs> um, but I've been on some terrible dates. Like, okay. I can tell you some really horrendous stories. Okay. Like, so one of my most horrendous dates. Okay, dates I find horrendous are guys that get absolutely wasted. Yeah, that's hard. Date. Like, you know, I watched this program called Millionaire Matchmaker. Have you okay. ever heard of it? We're actually going to have an elite matchmaker on today. Yeah, very and I'm excited. Exciting. But basically she says, when you go on a date, it's a three drink rule. Yeah, I think this should just be a rule that everyone understands. Like right. some people need this tattooed on them. But like- what I want to say is, Three drinks for me and I'm wasted. So yeah. I should be one drink. Yeah. Right? It's different standards for everyone. I am such a lightweight and I am an embarrassment to Scotland because I cannot drink. Three drinks and I am off. Okay, so my last day, I'll tell you about my last yeah. day. I haven't been on one since. Um, was the guy, uh, I was on the way to the date. Okay. I had been for dinner before. He had been for dinner before. Yeah. Um, we both knew that we had been for dinner and drinks before that was fine it was work stuff um and our schedules just weren't matching so it was like right 9 p.m yeah we're, we're pieing our dinners and we're meeting for drinks i was like two minutes from the venue and he messaged me like oh by the way this guy who's been on my work mill is gonna come for a drink <sighs> that's His babysitter o- that's okay isn't it and like when you're one minute away from a date like what do you say well, you like, can't exactly say no can no. you so i'm just like yeah okay it's fine in my head i'm thinking how quickly can i get out of so this did date? you have a threesome at the end or uh we didn't <laughs> because the other guy oh. was married but well that know, doesn't stop them in this time it, it really doesn't yeah. but the 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 saddest thing about it was that the guy that was married i had more conversation with oh. him and more like not like fancy but he yeah. just had better personality and more interesting things to say and actually was like more interested in having a conversation with me than the guy I was actually meant to be on a date with. And that's why, you know, have you heard that thing? It's a psychology thing where women will go for married men because they're already desirable and they already know how to treat a woman correctly. So that's why women, a lot of the time, can be attracted to married people because they're like, well, if someone wants them, they're obviously all right. Yeah, I mean, the other guy was just not fit, though, as well. Like, it was a catfish sitch. It was a catfish. Yeah, and he did just sit there getting absolutely hammered. And that's not right. The best part of this story, I'm really sorry to this guy if he's listening, hopefully he's not. But, like, when we left the venue... No boys are listening to this. No boys are listening to this. Come on. When we left the venue, he was like, um, bear in mind, we were like very near to where I live okay mm-hmm. and he lived in downtown Dubai which is nowhere near where I live yeah yeah um and he was like put his arm around me and was like so do you want to come back to mine oh. for a drink like no. this is another thing I find about dates and when I say dates are tragic like people who just cannot read signals like people yeah. like who have 30 minutes into a date started telling me about the next date we're going to go on with their mum and dad and I'm just like what yeah, oh, this is another story. Meet like, their parents. Yeah, do you want to go for brunch with me and my mum and dad? However, saying <laughs> this, um, okay, Mel, Mel, you have, you know, Mel who works for TDG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she will correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure her first date to her now husband 
she went to brunch with his whole family. No way. Yeah. yeah. Um, and how was that? Well, they're married, so it's so clearly, they loved her. Clearly, it went well. They absolutely loved her. Loved her. And um, she always tells me like I was a little bit drunk and I was a bit drunk from the night before. And he was like, "Come to the brunch," and it was his whole family. Yeah, now they're married, so you know oh, it can happen, ladies. It can happen. Everyone wants to go to brunch with people's parents. Sounds spot on. Seriously, right? Let's get to our guests for today. Incredible guests today. So today we are going to be talking about self love. Yeah, we're going to be talking about what? What kind of self love? <laughs> well, we're, well, we're going to be actually, actually, we're going to be yeah, talking about are. all the kinds of so self love. We We've got some. Well. On this podcast, what we're going to do is we're yep. going to take some of the juicy, the juicy topics yep. from the That to Buy Girl forum. Yeah. Um, and as I said, we're going to keep everyone anonymous, but we're going to talk about some things that maybe people might want to know. And maybe for not part of That to Buy Girl, yeah. this is a reason for you to join. It'll be an eye opener. Well. That's for sure. Uh, right. Let's go to our special guest number one then today. Okay, so it's time, Kirsty, for our special guest this week. We've got a few people on today, um, but it's someone that you know very well, right? Indeed it is. We are going to be speaking to Asaya, who is the founder of Magic of Being, and she has been with the TDG girl gang from the very, very start, and she has personally given me lots of words of wisdom, oh. and I'm hoping that today she can do that for our lovely listeners. I am. I'm excited. So, hey, Asaya, how are you? Hello. I'm really great. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Hey, so tell me, what is Magic of Being? Is that right? So what what's this yeah. all about? The Magic of Being is a holistic self-care brand. So we basically believe that life is magical and you are too. Oh. And our whole like ethos is helping women step into their power, um, fall in love with themselves and their bodies and transform the world. That's so cool. So would you say this was kind of the same vein as like life coaching, for example? Um, It's similar. We call it holistic because within what we do, we also do a lot of more spiritual stuff. So we'll do like, like I'm a breathwork teacher, so we include breathwork and we do like our um, full moon circles, which are like when we get women together under the full moon and it's just like amazing energy. So we connect like a lot of like tried and tested, you know, like scientific evidence-based stuff with things that like make us happy like meditation and crystals and all that pretty stuff how many crystals have you got <laughs> i have way too many i have way too many crystals. how many are we talking that. like give, give us a rough how many are in your house um there's probably above 50 um, there are some like good vibes 70. in her house yeah well, her house is like yeah it is oozing positive I really energy yeah. Everybody just always gives me crystals as gifts. I'm like, yes, I'll take it. Thank That's you. a good gift, though. Fair That's enough. That's a bit like when you're a teacher, though, and everyone's like, oh, I'm going to give you a world's best teacher mug. And you oh, have 50 or an of apple, them. a stale <laughs> apple. Only you, Kirsty will only take an apple if it's a pink lady. <laughs> I will. Pink ladies are my favourite. Yeah, they're beautiful. Um, so I think an important thing for you is about, and why we wanted to bring you on the podcast today is to talk about loving yourself and how important it is before you decide that you can go out into the world and try and love someone else Mm. you need to love yourself so what kind of advice can you give to our listeners about this i have kind of um a little bit of a weird view on falling in love with yourself before you can fall in love with someone else because i feel like when you tell women like you need to like love yourself and you need to be in a good place and you Mm. need to blah, blah, blah before you can love somebody. It's kind of a little bit victim blaming and it's kind of Mm. like, well, the reason you haven't found anybody is because 
because you don't love yourself enough. Yeah. But at the same time, I think it's really important to at least have begun that journey and to know what your values are and to know who you want and who you are. Because otherwise, what's going to happen is you're going to end up going out there and just like dating all these people who are so completely wrong for you and then not even having the boundaries to like be like, no, this isn't for me. So it's really important to have that self-confidence and have that self-worth so that you know what options are right for you and which ones are wrong. And what do you kind of do to make women, well, or help women to like kind of step into that? Because that's such a unnatural thing for, I think, all of us as women to be super confident, to be, to have so much self-belief. And I don't know if it comes from always playing second fiddle for generations, but how do you like help people on that journey to self-acceptance and feeling really good? I mean, for me, right, I was massively overweight like two years ago and I lost weight and you know that makes you feel good and then you know you eat right that makes you feel good you go to the gym that makes you feel good and then it's so easy to kind of fall out of those habits and I guess that's like how do you consistently keep that mentality like I am good enough I am cool I am sexy like how do you get (laughs) to that point I was literally talking to somebody about this today because we were talking about body image. And Mm -hmm. I was saying, like, even though this is kind of like what I do, like, I basically was put on this earth to teach women that, like, you are everything that you need to be as you are right now. I was like, I can have a day where, like, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, girl, you look amazing. I'm just, like, totally feeling myself. (laughs) And then as soon as, like, I open the door... Or as soon as I turn on my phone, I'm just like bombarded by messages and images that are like, actually, no, you're not. I don't think you are. Oh. You're like promoting obesity or blah, 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 blah. You know, and it's so it's, it's definitely like it, there's no like one and done thing. You're always going to be learning more about yourself. You're always going to be growing. You're always going to be battling with what's going on around us because we are socially conditioned to be that way. Mm. So it's making conscious decisions every single day. And then also one of the most important things that I learned on my self-love journey is Mm self-acceptance and to be like, you know what, today I don't feel that great. Or today I'm feeling a little, um, you know, I'm a little hard on myself today. And that's okay because you can't be super strong 100% of the time. So it's really about learning to like trust your own inner compass as opposed to like what's going on around you. And knowing that when people say things to you, it like 99.9% of the time has nothing to do with you. Yeah. And that has been a really hard thing for me personally, mm. actually, that I I take everything personally. Yeah. And I have to realize that I'm not the center of everyone's universe. And, you know, <laughs> it's people, not about you. It's not yeah, about me. That's a hard thing to get in your head, though. Yeah. Like, even like my close friends cannot message me back and I'll be like, why haven't you messaged me? Yeah. Why haven't you replied to me? What's, what have I done wrong? And mm-hmm. actually, no. You haven't done anything wrong, Kirsty. Mm-hmm. They just have a life, just like when I have a life and I don't reply to people. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, I think that's a really, really valid point. Okay, so tell us a little bit about your own love journey because today we're talking all about dating and mm-hmm. love and the highs and the lows of that situation. So, you know, share with us like your, in a nugget, <laughs> you don't have to give us your whole, your whole bio, uh, but you know, like what you know, where you're at right now and, you know, maybe how you got to that stage and what you think yeah. the ladies of the Dubai would appreciate hearing. Um, well, I now have a partner who is amazing um, and just like really supportive. And he's kind of like all the things that I never thought would exist. 
Because I think, like, as women, we're always told, like, you're too loud and you're too ambitious and you're too blah, blah, blah. And, like, no, you know, you're too much of this for, like, somebody to love. And I'm kind of learning that that's not true at all. But I had to do that through, like, active healing. That's but good. I think, that's like, reassuring to hear for all of us that are too yeah. loud. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's the thing, right? Because it's kind of like too loud for what? Too yeah. loud for who? But what happened to me was like I had gone through this whole period of dating men that I was like, oh, like I like dudes who are like super ambitious and like, mm. you know, really like want to like change the world. And because I wanted to do that. Right. So I was like, that's the kind of person that I want. And I want a man who like is like, you know, super like cultured and like blah, 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 blah. What I didn't realize was that by chase the men that I was chasing all kind of had this one trait where they would like say like, yeah, I'm super ambitious and yeah, I really want to do this. But their actions weren't matching up with that. Hmm. And so what was happening was I was kind of like projecting these ideas onto these men where I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to help him like build his career and we're going to be like this power couple together and we're going to like travel the world and we'll have our show. And This is me. I don't know what. You're describing (laughs) me. You like to save people. Right. I like this. So I was like, okay, Push them why up. is it that everybody I date has to be fixed? Yeah. And then it was like, wait a second. Why am I choosing to date only men who need to be fixed? Maybe I need fixing. Fixer uppers. <laughs> no. What, can yeah. I ask you, say, what's your star sign? I am a triple Pisces. Oh, I thought you would have been a Virgo because that's a trait. I, am. Of... I have a Virgo. I have a Virgo rising. See, but because I have, like, Virgos, isn't that else. that's our bad trait? One of our bad traits: trying to fix people and make them something that they're not. Yeah, but here's the thing. Also, what I realized about myself, like I had to do so much deep inner work for myself. So what I realized was like, oh my gosh, if I am focusing on somebody who I'm seeing the potential in, mm. and I'm like, I see this potential in this person, and I like want to like bring that out and I want him to like live his best life it gives me a distraction from focusing on myself ah, and living your like, own best life mm-hmm. oh like I don't have to worry about I have an excuse to like not be doing the things I want to be doing in life because I'm here supporting my partner and like you know helping him live his best life and mm-hmm. so I noticed like I was constantly dating these men and then projecting these ideas onto them one of the things I like to tell women the most when it comes to dating is I'm like, watch the actions and make sure they're consistent with what you want and what your values are. Don't, because we tend to like make excuses all the time. Mm-hmm. And we have such and like high of, standards for ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. like, especially when we talk to our friends, like I do it. Like I talk to my friends, I'll be like, girl, that guy is no good for you. Yeah. He's done this, like yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I will go and date someone yeah. and my friends will be sat telling me and they'll be like, you're the person that gives me this advice. Yeah, you're letting this <laughs> douchebag guy like yeah. make you psycho and make you feel insane. But this like, is the thing, you say psycho, right? Yeah. And that's what they all say. Yeah. And I'm going to be very blanket here when I say that literally I think guys in the UAE are getting away with stuff that they just shouldn't. Oh my God, I think absolutely. girls girls here just accept rubbish yeah. behaviour, rubbish behaviour mm-hmm. in the hope that, oh yeah, well maybe he'll change. Maybe this is it. Oh, he's not texted me back for three days. Maybe his phone's broke. Yeah. Come on, girl. Yeah. Like, is, we deserve more. exactly the problem. Yeah. That's where the self-worth comes in. Like, Because also when you're talking to somebody or when you're dating somebody and they're not giving you what you want and you're like making up excuses from him, you're looking at that from a lack mindset because what you're basically saying to the universe at that time is, well, this is the best that I can do. Because I think we just 
One, we let men get away with everything. Two, we don't set boundaries. Yeah, or we don't we make don't them work them. for it. So it's like, you know, yeah. you make yourself so readily available at all times. And then, like, let's be real. If we're, if we're talking about, like, how men are wired, that's boring for men, isn't it? They don't My want My mum always says, they don't treat want them mean, keep, keep them keen. keen. Classic, That though. is the rule with everything in life, yeah, actually. Yeah, it's true. So I don't, I mean, I mean, I, I believe in that to an extent, but I believe in it from a different perspective where if you're doing that, you're showing your value and you're yeah. showing yourself how much you value yourself. I don't believe in like playing games in relationships, but if you are like, you know what, I'm very focused on work mm. this week. I'm going to, I'm working on these things. That person has to respect that you're standing in your boundaries and your self-respect and that just like resonates. And it's not about, I, I totally agree with you, like, you shouldn't be playing games. But like you said, it's about having having expectations. Yeah. And unfortunately, yeah. sometimes, I think you do weasel out, maybe that's the wrong word, weed mm. out mm-hmm. the people that are not worth your time when they yeah. can't deal oh, with, yeah. you know, like, for me personally, my life is insane demanding right now. And I'm mm. really driven to achieve things. And going for a coffee or meeting someone for a drink or all that like you said at these random times or at this short notice like people yeah. just need to if they're the right person for you they need to kind of be the right person for you for the start yeah you need to understand true. well Kirsty, like you are on this journey where you're doing these amazing things and you are worthy of somebody who is going to fit into your life Rather than opposite. Well, thank. And she doesn't know me yet, so she can't say a nice thing about me. She can't say a nice thing about you, but she does know me very well. So it's a bias. (laughs) Well, you don't know that. I'm actually very lazy, and I work four hours a day on the radio. So, you know, Um, that's my life. But um, look, this has been really, really cool to speak to you. And look, if if the girls listening, if they want to come to you for a little bit of help and guidance, like how do they do that? Um, the best place to catch me right now is on Instagram. So it's hello, Asya, A-S-E-Y-A. And I actually will be launching a couple of workshops and courses on um, like self-love and boundaries while dating and like stay sane. <laughs> and she is frequently, shameless plug, at that Dubai Girl Wellbeing event. Is she? So we have got one ready for September. Nice. So we will be looking forward to having her with us then i love it well thank you so Yay. much asia for joining us today this has been so insightful so amazing and i'll be in for my crystals soon okay you're just gonna have to put them all over me i need cleanse baby i really need cleanse uh, lovely to speak we'll to you that. all right <laughs> all right have a great night bye bye so much to Asia from Magic of Being. She was just incredible, she wasn't was. she? She was. She was fat. This is what we need to hear. We need to love ourselves, baby. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just important to hear someone else's perspective on dating who looks at it from a real, like, holistic self-love kind of perspective because later on today we're going to be talking to an elite matchmaker. I'm so excited to get this woman on. It's going to be good. But look, right, we're doing your questions every week. Questions that have been posted on that Dubai Girl forum, but also on the Facebook page and on the Instagram as well. But also, we've got an email address. So if you've got any questions that you want answered by our experts on the podcast, well, let us know, okay? Our email is thatdubaigirlpod at gmail.com. Thatdubaigirlpod at gmail.com. Right, let's get stuck into the questions, Kirsty. So on That Dubai Girl, we obviously have the comical topics. Yeah. The topics about, you know, everything from boob jobs to where to go and buy your dress or get your nails done. Um, but we do have some... Some like real kind of touching and quite 
for want of another word, like really emotional post. And I think that's one of the most important things about that Dubai girl is that people feel safe and they feel like they can ask for help Mm. Um, and we do have uh, anonymous posts where you know girls reach out to us as admins and we post for them and we had one recently which just really stuck with me because it was like oh this is so sad like this is so so sad so this is quite a serious one and okay it was shared with us recently and I'm just I'm just gonna read it out yeah so I don't miss anything out but basically the lady said I know I'm going to get judged for this, but I really need some advice. I was dating a guy for two years and also living with him. He had a fiance, and when we started, when we started, and yes, I was the other girl, but he kept telling me that he loved me more, and I could genuinely feel that he did. He's just marrying this other girl because his family want him to. They're the same nationality, the same religion, and he'd been with her for five years. Both of us are different nationalities and from different cultures. There was a lot of crying and pain throughout it because I was expecting him to choose me in the end. But now he's getting married to her. The girl is also in Dubai, but they've only met each other two or three times a month. Me and the guy were really in love, really involved, and he took really good care of me. He can just not leave this other girl because his family want him to be with her. I begged for him to choose me and I said that we'll work it out. And now he's back in his home country and they're about to get married. He said to me that he still wants to see me after they're married and of course I have said no. The advice I'm asking for here is should I let it go and move on or should I tell the other girl about our relationship possibly ruining their wedding and causing a big mess in his family? What should I do? Should I choose peace? I'm hurting a lot and I don't know how to cope with this. Nah, that's loaded. Yeah, unbelievable. And one thing I will say is that, you know, 10,000 people interacted with this post and over 200 commented and gave advice and yeah if they couldn't give advice they just gave support they yeah. just you know they just said look you know we're here for you we're sorry for this and this is one thing we love so much about that dubai girl that mm-hmm. people just genuinely are being nice to each other and yeah. are trying to be supportive to each other and our founding rule was if you've got nothing nice to say keep it to yourself that's what my mom always says exactly. as well and um, so you know this is a complex situation in the respect that I shouldn't assume, but I'm assuming this is kind of an arranged marriage situation that's going on here. A religious reason for that. Yeah, I mean, reading between the lines, if they're only seeing each other twice a month, it probably is something Yeah, and I think that it's difficult because, you know, she feels like she's going to get judged because she was the other woman. Now, we all know someone who's been the other woman. And I think what happens in this situation is they make you believe that it's, it's all about you. The yeah. other person doesn't exist really in their mind. It's all about you. And she also said that she lived with this guy. Yeah, unbelievable. What a web of lies this is. Yeah. For, well, well, no, maybe she knew all along. Yeah. So it wasn't a web of lies. But do you know what? This is just so common. I could tell you like half a dozen people yeah. who, I, who I know who have been in this situation. Yeah. And, you know... Have I, they ever left the wife? No. There you go. Never. It never happens. They never... Never happens. They will tell you that they love you and that um, they're not... They love the other person, but they're not in love with them and that they are in love with you. Ultimately, like, they're never going to choose you. They could spend, you know, loads of time with you, be with you all mm-hmm, the time, but mm-hmm. they're, they're still living this other life. And at the yeah. end of the day, I mean, maybe not in this situation because they were living together some, yeah. somehow, mm-hmm. but, you know... They're ultimately going home and getting into bed and cuddling up with their yep. person who is their wife, their girlfriend yep. every single night. Because if they weren't doing that, they'd be with you. 
Um, and it's it's really sad. It's sad, right. But the question that she asked there ultimately at the end was, should she just let it go, walk away, or should she tell the wife? Now, this is a difficult one because you want to be on the side of like girl code. Like you, if I if I was going out with someone, I would want to know. I would want to know what they were doing. In this scenario, sounds like a dangerous situation in some respects. I would say, leave it alone. Yeah, I mean... Walk away. I am a massive... I would like to think I'm a massive girl's girl. Like, I believe in this girl code, but I've had friends and I've had acquaintances who have disclosed to me that they've been in these situations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, oh, I had a friend that once came to visit me on holiday. She was from the UK. She met a guy. We, you know, we hung out with them for like a week. Anyway, went back to the UK and turned out he had a wife and a kid. And like, no one would have had a clue. And like, he wow. was here with his mates. No one even like... So he was on a lad's holiday. Yeah, some lad's holiday. I don't know if you watch Love Island, but seriously, uh, they've been all saying that they're on a lad's holiday um, when they went to Casa Amor, which is like the secondary villa. And Love Island also, you should watch it because what you realise watching it is, why do men even exist? It's just something to... Just, you know, throwing it Yeah, but anyway, there. back to this situation. But back to this situation, so, I do think if it was my close friend, yeah. I would want to, I would tell them. But I think if you're in this situation where it's like a lot of anomalies and you don't know these people, and like you said, it could be dangerous. Could and be. It, Do you need the drama? For me, I'm like, no. And because like, she this, will come off the bad guy. Yeah, absolutely. No matter what. If, even if she tells the girl, she will come off the bad guy. She will come off the home wrecker, and it's just not worth it for you, girl. You've been through a tough time as it is, and I think this was the feedback from the majority of you know our our commenters. Yeah. So what are the girls saying? Yeah, the majority of the girls are saying, you know, please move on. Yeah. Like, don't let anyone put you second. Please choose yourself, love yourself. But I think the best one that I read, mm-hmm. um, which was think of Prince Harry and Meghan. Yeah. You know, he was he he is the royal family. Yeah. He's probably like a royal prince. You can't get much yeah. more than that. And, you know, in this this person put, if he really, really loved you, it yeah. wouldn't matter. Yeah. He would he would wouldn't put you in that situation. He would step away. He would give it all up. Because if someone really truly madly loved you that much mm-hmm. and wanted to be with you and build a life with you, then mm-hmm. they would put you first. And a lot of comments about, you know, respect. Don't yeah. respect yourself. Don't settle for less. No. Like and this goes back to a little bit of what was being said by Asia. Yeah, okay. It's not all about you don't have to love yourself completely and think you're absolutely incredible and everything in your world and is perfect, but you have to have boundaries and you have to have like certain expectations for yourself. Yeah. You know, we all preach to our best friends like don't do that girl, don't let him do that to you. So, you know, we've got to kind of teach ourselves this same message. Let's just not take any shit. Yeah. Like let's not just get less, accept less. Let's want more for ourselves. The happily ever after that is not, but she will find it and it won't be him. But she sounds like a lovely person. Okay, yeah, fine. You went out with someone with a fiance. We all know people who've been there, but you seem great and you're going to be fine. She is. She's She's going to get through this. Daniel Bedingfield said that, didn't he? You've got to get through this. And do you know how great that she could just you know say what she, she would have been there reading all those comments what i love is that 200 women 200 strangers got together and said girl you're better than this they hyped like, her up hyped her up i yeah. love it it's so good right well we're going to talk to an elite matchmaker right now now oh this God, is something so that really intrigued me because this came off the back of a post on that dubai girl where they they were talking about dating or something and then someone said we know an elite matchmaker that's yeah, right basically people so we have a lot of threads about dating we have yeah. a lot of people say like 
you know, I've lost all hope. And then we get like 50 inspiring messages from people who have met their husbands here and, you know, who have actually met their husbands on Tinder, which, you know, is incredible. Um, And someone had said, look, I'm looking at investing because it is an investment yeah. uh, in an elite matchmaker. Um, Can anybody recommend? And our next guest, Angelica. Yeah, Angelica Lansick. She was top of the list. Yep. People had used her. They were recommending her thoroughly. And I am so excited to hear about what this job is. I've never heard of this job in my I life. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I right. want to know if she can elite matchmake me. Oh, I do. <laughs> well, I think if we're going to put either of us forward for to be elite, it's definitely you. Oh, thank you. I'm from the streets. <laughs> I'm from the ghettos of Scotland. How bam, bam, bam. We, how do we define... I'm, I'm an Essex girl, you know. Like. I know, but at least you're a bit glam. Like us Scots... I mean, I, I'm from the stabbing capital of Europe. Like, is that glamorous to you? Maybe no, not. But no I'm, I'm from the place that people think, you know, you have to be orange and have huge fake tits and massive fake eyelashes. So we're trying to break down stigmas here. Yeah, I like know? it. We yeah. are. We're all elite. We're all elite. Well, but we let's see what, she says yeah, that we, we want to know what elite means. Yeah, let's get her on, Angelica. Let's go. Nice to meet you, ladies. Nice to meet you. So How are you doing? Nice to meet you. Angelica, I'm Elisa. And this is Kirsty. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you know Kirsty already. Nice <laughs> I think your project is fantastic. Thank it's you. fantastic. Oh, she's it's just amazing. Very well done. I saw the website. I said to myself, oh, girl, these ladies are good. <laughs> Thank you. A lot is going on, you know, especially since the pandemic is, uh, you know, amongst us. But this project is good. Thank you very much. She's Thank done you. a great job. She really has. <laughs> so uh, this is the first episode of our podcast, Angelica. So we're so happy to have you as our guest, Angelica. We we have seen you on that Dubai Girl forum because someone asked a dating question and you were the go-to lady. So tell us a little bit about your job. Well, you know, I've been in my business since 20 years. I mean, I started this personal matchmaking service when it was, uh, bef- it, it, I mean, it was before all these dating sites came up. Mm-hmm. I remember I was the first time in Dubai, 2001, and uh, because I knew there is a market mm-hmm. uh, and I know what was going on there and what the future will bring. And <clears throat> I remember when I, I, I was traveling there with a group of people who were interested in horse business. And I remember I left the terminal and all what I saw was a donkey, you know. This was the first impression of Dubai. <laughs> I, yeah, it was, but this was just early, early years. Yeah. And then I went to the racing course, and then I saw there were the Arabs coming. Um, they were just riding on their camels. You know, it was impressive. And what I saw uh, after the race, I went down, down to the meadow, and the little kids, you know, four, three, four years old, were running after me. They already spoke English. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, this country has a future. Mm-hmm. And then there was this museum for Arabian horses. It was just uh, not really big, but it was impressive. And then there was a quote coming up. Um, just if you don't find a way make one. This was a quote that the, uh, Sheikh Mohammed used. Mm-hmm. And this, you know, this is a super, super, super supportive hint because then you know, you keep this in mind. So you come to a country, this is a completely other culture and another tradition, and then you see the quote. 
so these were my first impressions. And I had my first clients from the Arab world. These were Saudi people. They came to Vienna to see me. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, the next time I traveled to Dubai, this was 2007, 2008. In the meantime, I was in America. And then I saw the market. The market was like boom. Um, I swear, I had every, I, I was staying at the Emirates Towers Hotel every half an hour. I had a new appointment. Wow. These years, it was mopped with, with guys mm-hmm. and no girls. Mm-hmm. So you had the best guys. The problem, there's not a problem in Dubai. Dubai is um, like all these other places that are glamorous hubs, that are fantastic locations like Monte Carlo, or even central London, or Los Angeles, or Miami, or the Côte d'Azur, that attracts people, young people who want to go the extra mile to have a career. You know that. You came, you also, I think you're a British British ladies. Mm -hmm. So you have a career, you set up something special, you want to have a special life, you want to have a better salary, you want to have a successful career, you want to have a business. And then when you establish there the moment, you say, okay, where's my Prince Charming? (laughs) Where is he? Where is he? So you need to do something for that. Yeah. The more, I mean, especially when people work so much, they have no time. Mm -hmm. You're getting exhausted. And the next problem nowadays, what I see, maybe others say, see it in a different way. Um, people have to come to a decision. In earlier years, you met someone, okay, you, you got along, and then, okay, let's, let's set up something. Uh, we can get it off. Let's establish a relationship and let's get married. Nowadays, yeah, maybe it could work out. But maybe there's something better around the corner. Yeah, that's the problem in Dubai. That's what we all find, isn't it? They're always looking for the next big thing. That's all over the world the same. Yeah. Uh, This is my market. I have fantastic people in Saudi Arabia, in Bahrain, in UAE, also from Kuwait, and also from Pakistan. I mean, I have met fantastic people who live in London. You have Pakistani, rich Pakistani in London, Indians. Um, It's everywhere the same problem. It's just... Uh, people don't come to a decision. Mm. It's not only, I mean, of course, Dubai is transit, you know? Yeah. It, every second year, we have another another crowd and it's yeah. transit. You work transit, you think transit. Yeah. That's the, to find someone, it's hard work. I think a and lot of next- girls will find it reassuring to hear that it's not just happening. Yeah. Actually, girls and guys, the mm-hmm. amount of girls and guys I talk to and they say, oh, I've lived here for five years, I've lived here for 10 years, I'm moving home so I can settle down because they truly believe that they can't find that here. Um, But hopefully you're here to tell us that you can find that here, (laughs) maybe if they have the services of yours. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I I have about four or five inquiries a day. I have a lot to do. Uh, Sometimes I'm exhausted by myself when the people come over with absurd expectations. Mm -hmm. Uh, I say, I tell everybody, you have to know where you stand. You have to know where you stand, but you can, what you can ask for. People are too much focused on money. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, um, if you live with somebody, there must be character, there must be a warm heart, there must be loyalty. Um, it's not about money. I mean, of course, when every, especially women, when they have a career or they have uh, set up something special, they don't want to settle for less. But at the end of the day, 
you have to look for a guy who has a good character, mm-hmm. a warm heart. Uh, I mean, you can you can have bad times, you can have good times, but when you have bad times and it's all about money, you know that's it's the tough, problem, isn't it? It's tough. Well, let's just break it down into layman's terms, right? Your job as an elite matchmaker, okay? Yes. So, what does this mean? So, does it mean that you have um, men who are on your books? and girls who are on your books, and then you try your best to match them? Or how does it work? You know, I I work with people who are speaking more than one or two languages, okay. first of all, they, who can travel, who have a good education. Um, sometimes you have education, you come from a bad family, I don't care about the family. Nowadays it's different. Mm-hmm. But you have to be a little bit outstanding. And then you have to be global-minded. If you're narrow-minded, it doesn't work out. The people come to me because they want somebody. Um, I, I mean, I have worked with Saudi women who are looking for somebody who matches the zeitgeist as well, not not only the tradition. Mm-hmm. This arranged marriage system is good until a certain point. Yeah. But the young people educated who look, they want to find love. Mm-hmm. You know? Like one of my Saudi friends told me, a lady, she said, you know, Angelica, <clears throat> I got my university degree. I got a career. I don't want to get married to someone and go to hell. That's it. Wow. Yeah. Deep. I mean, I mean, the, it's just um, what is elite? How do you define elite? Yeah. People who are outstanding. Yeah. Somehow. Do you interview? So, say for example, I wanted to be part of your. Yes. I am very single, so imagine. <laughs> I would say that I confidently speak only English. I could yeah. probably throw a few phrases out in French and Arabic, but not enough to say that I communicate in two languages. So do you also, when you're talking about people being open-minded, are you also open-minded with the candidates that you consider? You know, like, it's a bit like with a job interview. Mm-hmm. You could put something on paper, but maybe in person, that person's a fantastic candidate, but on mm-hmm. paper, they're not quite what you're looking for. You know, we have this kind of British phase, your type on paper. Yeah. So, you know, what? how does it work with you? Say I wanted to work with you, I fill out an application, but I'm not meeting your initial criteria. Do you still talk to these girls and no. talk to these guys? I mean, the, the first, first thing what I do, I send out my info sheet mm-hmm. where I explain how I work, that people get an idea what's coming up, you know? And then I need a questionnaire. And after I got the questionnaire and one or two nice photos, mm-hmm. uh, I talk on Zoom. And then I'm listening. You have mm-hmm. to listen. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. I'm asking, what are you looking for? And then something is coming across. Mm-hmm. And something... Uh, maybe something good is coming across or something bad is coming across. The, the most important thing is that you know what you want. And what is and the craziest I... thing someone's ever asked for? What is the most demanding thing that someone said that they want? Or are they just, are most people looking for everything, every box to be ticked? Well, men looking for um, an attractive woman, an yeah. eye candy <laughs> with a marriage material, yeah. not the good. Um, the more money a man has, um, the bigger are the demands, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, I could tell you different stories, but, uh, I mean, I had really absurd, uh, inquiries. I mean, somebody who is some astronaut looking for 
a guy who is on, in the same uh, job, but with also with the private chat. I mean, it's just absolute inquiries. But uh, and 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 men, uh, women sometimes come over. You know, um, I would love to have kids, but there must be a surrogate mother because I don't want want to ring my my body. My kids. <laughs> wow, was that Kim Kardashian? She's looking for a new husband, isn't she? Uh, I mean, this is. Just, it's absolutely, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I don't want to repeat um, the first interviews I had. 2001, I had interviews with some men in the UAE, but they were not uh, apparently from Dubai outside. Yeah. But I don't want to repeat the interviews I had. It was just, but um, it's a different culture, you know? Mm. So that is, I mean, um, you... Watch people who have money and who have time enough. They have strange ideas sometimes. Mm, you know, yeah. that's it. But I try to keep the balance. You know, I keep the older I get, the less I I say. You know, I just don't say anything. I say yes. Um, even when when I'm I mean during the pandemic, I had a lot of inquiries mm -hmm. and the business was very well i mean with the pandemic is almost over let's let's uh, face it so would yeah. you say that the women or the men that you deal with are more demanding both both <laughs> <laughs> also answer. good to know great answer i mean it's just um the problem is when when women are getting over 50 you know and they're looking I mean, there are a lot of women who are, have never been married, who are 45, never been married. Mm -hmm. And they, they, they are asking me to have a man without kids. And of course, it doesn't exist because the most men who are successful, mm -hmm. they are getting caught by some lady in early years and then they have one or two kids. And I, for myself, um, I think kids, kids are a blessing. Yeah. You know, and but some some women say no. I don't want to have kids, and I want to be in touch with kids from an earlier relationship. I think this is uh, absurd because, and then, and then they just. But I'm not here to educate people. They mm -hmm. must know by themselves. That's yeah. just. I mean, if you if you are cool and open minded, and you uh, expect to meet somebody good, you will meet someone, and you will find someone. Mm -hmm. It just depends how egoistic you are and how narrow-minded you are, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I want to ask you an awkward question now. I hope you don't mind. Do you have to pay for for your services? What's the deal with that? Like, how does that all work? Yeah, I, I take a fee of 3,900 euro, which is reasonable, mm -hmm. not too much. And, uh, and then I deliver. Mm -hmm. I usually... Um, have a time frame of two years, mm -hmm. but now during the pandemic, because it's a little bit slower, people talk longer before they meet. Yeah. Then I, I, I tell them I keep them in my portfolio until they are getting matched. I'm not really strict with the time frame. Mm -hmm. So, and what's you know, the most successful couple you've had? Like, tell us one of your big success stories. Well, I have um, one couple here in Austria. Um, this was my first couple I set up. And they they is one of the best they run one of the best eco friendly hotels in the whole country and they have awesome. adult kids wow. three kids Great. and there is another, another couple in uh, he's from Qatar she was from um, from Azerbaijan and she has been working in Dubai I think for ten years mm -hmm. and she was over forty and he was uh, in the same age and they met. 
and suddenly I heard they got married and they sent me the photos. Awesome. I was so they are so they are so happy and so grateful. And I mean, this was and she, and the mother, her mother was going to to Moscow to to pray for me and my business. I mean, can you imagine wow. that? So grateful that the daughter who is over fourteen thousand one. It's just this was. I mean, this was um, a really special couple. You know, oh. but some couples find each other and then they are. Uh, I don't hear anything anymore. Mm-hmm. So this is how it is. It's just the business is something <clears throat> people keep it very confidential. Mm-hmm. So, so I, 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 <clears throat> I am. You know, I have a small team in London, but the clients' details they stay with me. And I keep them confidential. This is this is a must. Yeah, I think that's super important for people to feel like they can come and talk to you openly, mm. and they know whatever happens, that's that inner circle of trust, and um, that's really fantastic. So, could you share with us maybe how many Dubai matches or how many UAE matches do you think you've made in the last, Ooh. let's say? five years because the landscape's constantly changing here so you know if we our listeners come to you are they realistically gonna find matches would you say that dubai is a popular demographic for you 40 45 50 around that wow nice. that's really really that's good. so good so excuse me a lot, a lot of them don't live in dubai anymore some have left left for australia yeah so they were here but they moved that's the problem and that's the dating pool here because people are not here for life like you said before and that's why it becomes really difficult you might meet someone and then they're like oh i've got a job somewhere else and you're like brilliant <laughs> That's it then, isn't it? Um, look, have you, Angelica, got any advice for us Dubai girls listening to this podcast? What's your best advice to be successful in dating? You have to be authentic. Mm-hmm. That's the first point. Be authentic. You have to think about, talk to yourself what you really expect and where are you standing. You must know where you're standing and what you can ask for. Sounds great. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, thank you so much for speaking to us. This has been so cool. Yeah, I've never you. heard of an elite matchmaker, obviously, because I'm not elite. That's probably why I haven't. But <laughs> it's been brilliant to talk to you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, too. And uh, thanks for having me. And just so we can stay in touch if you need something, let me know. And all the best for your project. It's fantastic. Thank Amazing. You. Thank you so and, much. And remember, I'm still looking for a that Dubai guy. So, yeah. you know... <laughs> Up. If you find anyone, <laughs> that's the impossible task for you. Just leaving you there with that. No, 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 she's fantastic. She's I know, I'm just kidding. I know, she's lovely. All right, bye. Lovely to meet you. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 What an eye-opening chat that was. Thank you so much to Angelica. What do you think of that then? I'm glad to know that in Angelica's eyes that I am elite and I have a nice smile. Yeah, that was really sweet what she said. I enjoyed it. It was a little ego boost that I needed. I can't afford the $3,900 or whatever it was. Euros. Euros. If anyone's on the exchange rate, it's about 20,000 dirhams, so... Yes, they'll know. Um, right, look, so we're doing our last question of the podcast this week. And I notice it's a real hot topic on that Dubai girl. <laughs> Secondary to why is dating so dismal in Dubai? Yeah, but this one is not about dating specifically. It's more about um, self-love. Self-love. Um, kind of. Um, right, so <laughs> what is the policy of getting a face massager in Dubai? Like, 
Right, now a face massager, if you don't know, it's a small bullet-looking thing that vibrates. Yeah, if you cannot read between the lines here, then, yeah. you know, maybe... Lipstick size. Yeah. Can, be, can be bigger. Can be big. Can be powerful. Can, can have many different settings, and I'm not speaking from experience. But can that? also be, like, in the shape of a bunny. Yes, <laughs> that's true. But um, asking about where you get these in Dubai. Now... I have heard a few rumours, one of which is the best supermarket in the world, Viva. Have you heard about this oh, one? Oh, I haven't heard them. Yeah, so basically people are saying that you can get them in Viva. Now, I have looked for them in Viva, not like I want one, just curious, um, and I've not seen them. So if you do go on that to buy go and look for this specific thread, there yeah. are actually like... There are links. And yeah, there there's are... links at their Facebook pages and also their Instagram accounts. Supposedly, yeah. what you do is you send them a DM on Instagram and they'll bring it to you. No questions asked. They obviously only take cash. Yeah. We would not promote anything illegal, of course. No, um, never. However, we, we were chuckling at, you know, finding out that some people had decided to gift wrap. Yeah, it was we've got vacuum packed bags. Nice. Someone's put them in there. Um, also, how you get them in is uh, ooh, put it in a plastic bottle. Plastic bottle. And the scanners will never pick them up. This is some clever people on here. Top tips. I have right. Let's be real. I've got one. Okay. Yeah, we're okay. Oh, with that. look at you! Like I've not. <laughs> She's so perfect. <laughs> We have seen, when we've looked on some of these links yeah. and some of these pages, we have seen, you know, we have seen some very lifelike um, representations. Some have been presented next to rulers. They're whoppers, that's what you're saying. <laughs> they are absolute they are, whoppers. You know, there's um, something for everyone. There is. Uh, there really is. is. But if you want to know which Instagram pages, Christy's got them all, just DM her <laughs> uh, and she'll sort you out. Look, this has been so fun doing the podcast. Oh my God, I've loved it. So good. We um, could talk for like 25 hours. Yeah, no, I've got to try and make this an hour. So let's, good luck to well, me. Well, hopefully by the time that people listen to this, it is only an hour and they're like, oh, what are they yeah, talking about? This is exactly. so seamless. Slick. Um, yeah, so next week, we're going to be talking about a different topic every week. So next week, what we're going to be talking about... We are going to be talking about how you can avoid the Dubai Stone. Now, oh, classic. Seven years in, guys, I can tell you that the Dubai Stone has uh, set in multiple times. Yeah, me too. And as a person who has been a size 10, a size 14, a size 8, You're a here. size 12, I have all the sizes in my wardrobe. Yeah. And we're not here to shame people we're not here to say that one body type is fitting all we are going to be bringing you some experts who can talk about you know healthy lifestyles some trainers mm-hmm. some you know some great discounts and deals for nice. healthy lifestyles yeah um you know we'll talk about food prep we're gonna we're gonna talk about it all and so, i'm gonna get my trainer on so nice. that you know how terrible i am at the gym amazing and if i can do it Anyone can. So let's get her on. Well, Kirsty, thank you so much for the chat this week and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much as well. I have loved it.